Hello and welcome to Pablo's channel. So yeah, it's still the 2nd of March. I'm still in the on the sofa. And I'm still going to read Questions for the Lion Tamer by John A. Chavez. Delving into the mystery that is DMT. So yeah, so I'm just going to dive straight into it because this is my third uh, recording today. Um, and this is chapter 18, Dissociative Identity Disorder. I'm going to continue playing um, Stockhausen, the background, because it's perfect background music. There it is, still on contact you still got 10 minutes left on that. So let's let's just go into it, this is perfect. So, then you feel like you're getting dissociative identity disorder listening to those sounds. Dissociative identity disorder, DID, like did, is classified as a mental disorder in which at least two distinctly different personality states alternately show in a person's behaviour. There is a strong psychological separation among personalities with each one having its own name, age, memories and abilities. DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, was previously labelled Multiple Personality Disorder, MPD. In 1988, the New York Times were published an editorial piece entitled Probing the Enigma of Multiple Personality. Here are a few notable excerpts from the article. The medical phenomenon being discovered in multiple personalities stretched the imagination, but researchers believe that they represent only the extreme ends of a normal continuum. The effects found in these patients, they say, are graphic examples of the power of states of mind to regulate the body's biology. By studying them, researchers hope to find clues to links between mind and body that can help people with other psychiatric problems, as well as point the way to powers of healing that may one day be of use in treating normal medical patients. The lessons for psychophysiology from multiple personalities is that a given personality has as its biological underpinning a specific pattern of mental and biological states. According to Dr. Frank uh, Putnam, P-U-T-N-A-M, a psychiatrist at the Laboratory of Developmental Psychology at the National Institute of Health, NIH. In a sense, Dr. Putnam said there is a biological self that corresponds to the psychological self. As the psychological one shifts, so does the biological. Dr Putnam, who has done extensive research on patients with multiple personalities, is now focusing his interest on how they switch from one personality to another. During the switch, there is typically a period of seconds or even minutes when heart rate, breath rate and other physiological markers show a disorganisation which is followed by a new pattern typical of the personality that is emerging. We have a work self and a play self, for instance, but we are the same person, said Dr Putnam. 
But each of these, those cells, right, has its own repertoire of emotional states, memories, and to some extent, an underlying biological pattern. Those minor differences are seen in their extremes in the patients with multiple personality. The biological differences found in the patients, Dr. Putnam believes, reflect the range of states of mind that each subpersonality typically manifests. Many of them are extreme. The terror of a frightened child. The hatred of an avenger. A given state of consciousness has its biological reality, said Dr. Putnam. By keeping these states separate and distinct, the patients create biologically separate cells. For more than a century, clinicians have occasionally reported isolated cases of dramatic biological changes in people with multiple personalities as they switch from one to another. These include the abrupt appearance and disappearance of rashes, welts, scars and other tissue wounds, switches in handwriting and handedness, epilepsy, allergies and colour blindness that strike only when a given personality is in control of the body. Throughout the New York Times piece, there are anecdotal reports, examples, of some of the distinct changes that take place when patients switch personalities. One example is a boy who endures allergic reactions when drinking orange juice includes symptoms such as hives and water-filled blisters, which subside immediately when he switches to a different personality. A key phrase in the article is the fact that examples given by the physicians represent only an extreme end. The bell curve is a general term used to describe a graph of probability distribution. The image of the bell is utilised because the average of whatever is being measured lies at the highest point in the middle of the graph. The ends of the bell curve, right and left, depict what would be considered as the extreme ends. 74 million people would be considered to be the extreme end of the bell curve, with both sides split evenly between left and right, representing 1% of the global population. 7.4 billion. That's not exactly a small number of people when placed in the context of the entire west coast of the United States, including Nevada and Arizona, having a total population of 57 million. A 1985 study in the journal Psychiatry Research would compare nine subjects with DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, versus ten control subjects who attempted to role-play alter personalities. The study found that there were qualitative differences between the two groups and that simple confabulation is not an adequate model for DID. In 1988, the journal Dissociation will publish a review of studies and clinical observations of DID. The review would encompass citing studies that measured physical symptoms, brainwave activity, EEG, visual evoked potential, regional cerebral blood, visual refraction, muscle activity, cardiac and respiratory activity, galvanic skin response and the switch process. 
1989, the Journal of Nervous and Mental Disease will publish a study regarding changes in visual functioning in patients with multiple personality disorder, MPD, compared to control subjects. The conclusions were as follows. The ratings for clinical significance showed that MPD subjects had 4.5 times the average number of changes in optical functioning between alter personalities of the control subjects, with a mean of 2.56 clinically significant changes for the MPD subjects and 0.55 clinically significant changes for the control subjects. This difference was also significant. Also, in 1989, the journal Psychiatry Research will publish a study comparing nine patients with DID versus five controls. Eight of the nine did participants would showcase distinct differences in autonomic nervous system physiology by changing personality compared to controls. In 1992, the American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis will publish a review of published, unpublished and ongoing studies at the time regarding DID. The review would cite various data points of psychophysiological changes in DID, including cerebral electrical activity, cerebral blood flow, galvanic skin response, skin temperature, event-related potentials, neuroendocrine profiles, thyroid function, response to medication, perception, visual functioning, visual evoked potentials, and in voice, posture, and motor behaviour. In 2004, the journal Cognitive and Behavioural Neurology will publish a case report regarding a change in handedness, switching from being right-handed to left-handed via DID episodes. In 2006, the journal Clinical EEG and Neuroscience will publish a study regarding quantitative EEG measurements of free women with DID, in brackets MPD, compared to two control subjects. The EEG measurements of the DID, or MPD, multiple personality disorder, would, would, uh, who would switched um, to two different penalties varied more than a single control subject. Most of the EEG variability involved beta activity in the frontal and temporal lobes. We've got a Chinese man playing this one. Zyklus. That's Z-Y-K-L-U-S. In 2007, the German journal Der Nervenarzt sounds a bit German, doesn't it? Yeah, well, the German journal—it's going on my brain. 2007, the, ger, the German journal Der Nervenarzt published a case report in which a person with DID, who after 15 years of being diagnosed with cortical blindness, was able to regain sight following psychotherapeutic treatment. How can all this be? Can a person in the same body, in the same place, manifest or eradicate physical reactions simply based on distinct changes in brain activity and personality? Based on all the available data, it seems as though there, are, there is a high likelihood that this is not only possible, 
but thousands, if not millions of people across the world are showcasing this as of this very moment. According to the book, Adult Psychiatry, it's estimated that 1-5% to of the world population experiences DID in some form. Although some of the examples of physiological changes in the body are considered to be the extreme end when studying the DID phenomenon, the rapidity of changes might offer clues to concepts such as spontaneous remission of diseases. It's been nearly 30 years since the NY Times, New York Times, article was published, and there has been, and there has yet, I mean, and there has yet to be any definitive integration of mind-body wellness within mainstream healthcare systems, let alone optimization of its potential. Unfortunately, it seems as though emotional and physical trauma during childhood appears to correlate with manifestation of DID. There also appears to be anatomical differences in the brain for those people, for these people, in the form of an atrophied corpus callosum. This would theoretically directly affect the connectivity of the brain leading to the subsequent, to the subsequent outcome. I refer to the brain tree artistry down below. Ooh, that's a nice picture. Yeah, I might, I'll take a, I'll use that as a profile. Uh, I refer to the brain tree artery down below, especially about how physiological changes in the body from DID take place with, with specific branches of the brain, neural pathways, signaling the roots, in brackets, organs, specific locations of the body. When different branches of the brain are being dominated in terms of usage, specific roots are being signaled. When DID experiences change, change personalities, a different set of branches, possibly at different EEG measurements, are activated at different frequencies, which coincide with different roots being signaled. Based on assuming you have become a bit comfortable, uh, are already familiar with our theories on the electrical body, endogenous DMT, miraculous occurrences, etc. I will spare you all the regurgitation of how this all integrates with DID. However, I do find it intriguing that Dr. Putnam's observation regarding the transition of personalities during the switch, there is typically a period of seconds or even minutes with heart rate, breath rate and other physiological markers show a disorganisation, which is followed by a new pattern typical of the personality that is emerging. We mentioned the bell curve earlier, as we believe that to study extremes offers the potential to shift a different bell curve, such as disease population altogether. It seems thus far that to study the average will lead to generating average results. At some point, quizzed minds will realise that extraordinary results require extraordinary measures. Even in case labelled as dysfunctional, there is magic to say the least. So there you go. So, I'm going to stop tonight, I think. My brain is tired. It's getting on for 11 o'clock. Um, so, I will be reading this in the future. When, I don't know. It could be a big hiatus, or it might be soon. Depends on my mood, doesn't it? Um, but it will be chapter 19, Respiration Cycles and Magnetic Strength.
So be sure to keep tuning to Pablo's channel for the best narratives on the universe. Bye for now.